following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. That's right, Jimmy. I got a little bit of a cold. We want to tell everybody you can hit the ITV button and you can see Ron and I. We're waving at you right now. And before we get started, wave, Ron. I'm going to uh, introduce my cool co-host, starting off with our cool man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, everybody. Today's going to be a fun show. It's all about drag queens and Carol Channing and all kinds of good stuff. Plus, we've got a great singer on. Is he a rock and roll? What does he yeah, do? He's like a guy? musical rock and roll singer. Yes. He's a rock and roll singer. I hope I like him. I'll <laughs> let you know if I don't because you know I tell the truth. Then we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Jimmy Starr's the shit. There you go. All about oh, it. I hate that. Can you say Jimmy Starr's great? That's so vulgar. Jimmy so. Starr's great. That's there nice. If anybody called me the shit, I'd beat the shit out of them. <laughs> so let's tell uh, Let's also give a shout out to everybody in the chat room. Hey, everybody in the chat room. We got Sherry Emily and her brother Ronnie and Leslie Neverez and Carla Floor and Ginger Irish and Audrey. And Audrey says hello, hot, sexy guys. And so thank you for like picking me out. Audrey, <laughs> thank you, honey, for supporting me on my Facebook page. Every day I look at what you write and I smile. You are one of the sweetest people on my Facebook page. And I thank you very much for your comments. And you're daily, you know, spying on me. <laughs> there you go. It's all going good. I got a little bit of a cold, and I want everybody to see what we're wearing. Uh, Ron and I are wearing these really cool, like, Jimmy Star one-of-a-kind ponchos. If you guys see, I'm wearing yellow pants. And, I, and with my yellow pants, I have on a skull shirt with yellow roses. And Ron's got on, like, a Burberry print, and they're like ponchos. Muy loco. And it's also, it's very, very cool. And and you better know how to fight when you wear them, because we went into AutoZone. <laughs> I needed some glue for my back window of my car, the convertible. It's sort of falling apart. And we walked in, and everybody's looking at us. These guys are like macho killers, tattoos, you know, <laughs> all in their mechanic clothes. So I just looked at Jimmy, and I said, listen, we'll just tell them that we're Consuela and Rosarita, the Pancho sisters. No, he didn't. What he did. <laughs> it was hilarious, you guys. We're walking in the door, and he goes, yeah, this isn't the kind of place you go into dressed like this with me in my yellow pants. And I started laughing. I was laughing so loud when we opened the door that everybody in the whole place looked at us. And he was like, make an you entrance. need to really make an entrance. <laughs> make an entrance, Jimmy. <laughs> Make sure you let the whole world know that you wear these way out clothes, which, by the way, are on sale right now on – tell them, Jimmy, where they eBay. are. eBay. You can go to eBay under Jimmy Star Brand. You can also go to Etsy. It's on uh, Etsy. Just plug in. Everything's Jimmy Star Brand. we got great prices. Everything's going really good. It's going to be a lot of fun. But I have to tell you, the poncho I have on now, this whole outfit, I'm wearing them with my tie-up front boots and my jeans are rolled up. We went to dinner with uh, Shane and Frank. And three people in the restaurant came over to me and they said, oh, God, I love what you're wearing. Where did you get it? So I guess these clothes really do work. They're not so funny, funny looking. 
They're not funny looking. They're awesome. Well, they're they're tomorrow's clothes. That's right. They're tomorrow's clothes. Tomorrow's thinking. Actually, uh, tomorrow's thinking always comes though. Like everybody, just because we're way ahead of everybody, it's just like this radio station. Tomorrow's people. Right. You know, now everybody's doing internet radio, but when W4CY was actually founded, nobody did it. Big right. shout out to all the sexy ladies out there. That's right. Everybody in the chat room. Chad, don't do that. You know how crazy they get. <laughs> they get Stop all it. so crazy. You know, they get, they get like vibrators are going. I mean, they get me- mentally ill. Especially you, Audrey. Oh, my God. Audrey's vibrator just exploded. <laughs> we also got to give a shout out to Joanne Audrey, McIntyre. Chad owes, owes you a new vibrator. Now, listen to this, folks. We're packing. Did anybody have a pack? Oh, we have about twelve or 13,000 pounds of goods that we're transporting up to New Hope, to the new house. And it's just a nightmare. You have to walk through lanes in my house because the boxes are piled to the ceiling. It's like a warehouse. The dogs are having nervous breakdowns because they think we're going to leave them behind. But, of course, we're not. I'm leaving Jimmy behind because sometimes he's crazy and nasty to me. Is but, it? Is it? Uh, wait, wait, wait. Is oh, it? Yeah, yeah. So talk about how fresh you are to me sometimes when is you it, raise is your it voice. Is it Audrey's birthday? Hey, Audrey, is it your birthday? Chad, um, say happy birthday. Change the birthday. subject. Change the subject. No, I'm Jimmy. following. I'm following like the listeners. Audrey, happy birthday. There happy you go. birthday, happy, Audrey. If it really is Audrey's birthday, happy birthday. We love you. You're terrific. And, tell, and tell Jimmy not to snap at me all the time. He snaps. Yeah, at Jimmy me. Star, be nice. I am being very, very fresh. nice. Fresh, fresh mouth. I, I am fresh all you the know, time. I got my hands on him all the time. I'm yeah. fresh. I can't help it. Right. You know, Jimmy's adopted, so he really doesn't know his heritage. So I said he's definitely Irish because he has an Irish temper, mm. and he looks Irish, and he yells at me with this. Oh, it must be Irish accent, you know. But anyway, Jimmy, you have to behave, or I'm going to leave you. Yeah, I know you're leaving. Yeah, I know. forever. Leaving. I know. Now stop yeah. it. Stop <laughs> <laughs> See what I oh, mean? Saturday is Audrey's birthday. Okay, thank you, Sherry. Everybody, 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 everybody on Saturday, we have to tweet. Everybody on the planet needs to tweet happy birthday to Audrey. And we want to give a special shout-out to the Shorty Awards. are still going for like a, a few more days, but we want to give special shout-outs to Audrey and Ginger Irish. They've been like doing a lot to campaign us. We got about 60 votes in the last week, which was awesome. Uh, and they were definitely responsible for a lot of it, so we appreciate all the support. Keep voting, everybody. I think we're like 25 votes behind because somebody came up out of nowhere Imagine. last week that they weren't even in the running at all and they Creatures. went all the way up and into eighth place so we need to get past them so please vote for the jimmy star show on the shorty awards it's at jimmy star show for the best web show and uh, we're having a lot of fun with it anyway and we're gonna finish in the top 10 i don't think anybody will catch us so at least but we'll they be knocked in the top us 10. out of the eighth place yeah, we're into in ninth. the ninth place which was very disconcerting and we want to give a shout out too to dj rich from slipstream radio in the uk slipstream radio is one of the syndicators of the Jimmy Star Show we play there on Saturdays, and DJ Rich is rock and rolling, awesome dude. And uh, we got a great show for you today. In a second, we're going to call uh, a, a, an entertainer, theater historian, and pop culture blogger. His name's Richard Skipper. He's friends with Ron, and then we got John Mitchell uh, coming on later on, who's a musician. And in between time, we're going to talk about whatever we talk about. Ron's eating. Can you believe that? <laughs> I'm having a noni biscotti, which is chocolate and delicious. I think you should go out and buy them. I'm not. They don't give us any money for you know giving them any credit, but their things are gorgeous. Oh, we want we want to give one more shout out too to Sherry Emily and Sherry. Type in the chat room for me. What's the name of your new Facebook page? Sherry Emily is going to be having a radio show here on W4CY about ghost um, stuff, and she started up a new Facebook play uh, page. And I don't know what it is, but everybody should go and like it and support it because Sherry Emily is awesome, and uh, um, and that's where we're going from there. Is she the one that asked Deirdre to be on? Yeah. My daughter Deirdre might be on that show, Ghosts. Isn't that exciting? 
Yeah, it's going to be cool. And uh, so Deirdre did so well on this show. Everybody loved it. She rocked it. Yeah, she rocked it. I thought so. Last week was awesome, you guys. It was one of the greatest shows ever. We had a really good time with our guest co-host, Deirdre Serego, and Matthew Modine was just awesome, and Barbie Wilde was awesome. It was a really great, fun show. We totally had a blast. And Deirdre will be back on lots of times now. Absolutely. And, uh, oh, wow, you guys, the things are going by so fast. Uh, it's True Ghost Something. What is it, though? I don't even know. True Ghost Something. True Ghost Stories. True Ghost Stories. I can't see it on my screen that way. So everybody go to Facebook.com slash True Ghost Stories. True hyphen Ghost Stories. That's Sherry Emily's new page for the radio show she's in development working on. And it's going to be super awesome. And everybody should go check it out and support her. She's always been a huge supporter of us. And all of us Indies got to stick together. Mm-hmm. Then... I think we're going to call our first guest, but we're going to wait one second until Ron finishes eating. Well, because you need to be doing a lot of talking. I'm really pissed off because on my AOL page, they showed a picture of Melanie Griffin. Griffith. Griffin? Griffith. Griffith. And they said she was one of the 10 ugliest women in the world. In and Hollywood. That, in Hollywood. And that infuriated me because she was once one of the most beautiful women. And <clears throat> she's gotten a little older. Maybe she just drinks a little too much and does too many drugs, but she's cleaning up her act. And she's doing really well. I know Melanie. She is the loveliest, sweetest person I know. I mean, she's soft-spoken and a delight to be around. I'm not friends with her, but I do know her. I've met her several times. And, of course, I know her mother, uh, Tippi Hedren, very well. We're good friends. And she's coming on the show soon. Right. But they've got to stop with this crap where they make you beautiful, they build you up, and then suddenly they tear you down and make you ugly. That's like Rex Reed's review on that fabulous movie that Jimmy and I loved called... Identity Theft. Identity Theft. Now, we know the star of that movie is an overweight broad, but that's okay. She likes being that way, and I'm sure she's got a lot of jolly well, lovers. Melissa McCarthy is Jenny McCarthy's <clears throat> right. cousin, right. and she and got blasted by Rex Reed. And there's lots of jolly men that like jolly women. I call them jolly. Um, he said horrific things about her weight. He insulted her. He called her many bad names. This has got to stop in our business because we have it when the presidents were fighting each other for the presidency, the mudslinging, the horrible things they're saying. The society today has become one in such that we'd love to put down, insult, reveal, and destroy. Stop it. It's negative. If we all thought positively and looked at that fabulous actress who's a chubby broad. Yeah, she's chubby, but I found it to be delightful. The movie's e- awesome. Every pound of her was delightful. If she ever got thin, I probably wouldn't like her anymore. And as far as Melanie goes, Melanie is still a beautiful girl. And, and that's who, a terrible uh, list. To have like the 10 ugliest women in Hollywood and 10 ugliest men in Hollywood is, is actually a disgrace. They mm-hmm. should never have stuff like that. Especially, I mean, Jimmy was on the 10 ugliest men in Hollywood <laughs> list, and that upset me a lot. I know, but then he loved it when I got on like the 10 biggest tongue. <laughs> oh, <laughs> And he didn't comment. <laughs> I don't go that low. No. Oh, wow. DJ Rich can see us both. So we're going to wave to DJ Rich, and we're going to give a phone call now to our first guest, Richard Skipper. Richard, go ahead. I don't hear the ringing like I normally do. Yes, Skype. There there he goes. Because he's calling New York. York Hello. Hello. Is this Richard Skipper? Yes, I am. How you doing? I'm listening. This is Jimmy Starr. Welcome to the Jimmy Starr Show. Well, hello, Jimmy. How are you? I am absolutely fabulous. And before we get started, I want to introduce you to my co-host, one of which you already know. So we'll start out with him, our cool man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, Skip. Hi, Ron. How are you? Hey, Skippy. I'm fine. How are you? 
Oh, I'm doing great. I have something I want to read to you. What? And it goes along the lines of what you just said. Oh. Artists create, critics critique. Too many critics think their critique is the creation and their response more important than the art. It's so true. It's true. So totally true. we live in, and you're absolutely right. It is a form of bullying, and why do we expect our kids to act any different than the way that the adults are behaving right now? Absolutely. Skipper, you're a very smart man. You don't mind that I call you Skip, do you? You can call me anything you want. Oh, good, honey, Ooh, I like that. When I was, no, Richard's a doll. I love him. When I was very young, I had a dear, dear friend of mine who has passed away. What do you mean, when? Well, thank you. And his name was, was Skip. Actually, it was Skipper, his last name, and I called him Skip. And it's an affectionate, so I'd like to use it with you because I think you're one of the sweetest people I've ever spoken with. Well, I try. I mean, my, I have a personal philosophy that I use going throughout life, and that is if I've offended one person, I've offended one person too many. And it's very difficult. I mean, if I have hurt someone either directly or indirectly, um, it's hard for me to sleep at night thinking about it. I obsess over it. There you go. Hold on, hold on. We have to stop right here because we have to finish our introductions. So, Richard, the next person I would like you to meet is the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Richard, hurts well, so good. Hello. Hello, Chad. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. Welcome to the show. It's glad to be here. And then, and I'm Jimmy Starr. We want to welcome you to the show. And before we start talking, talking, then we also want you to give a shout out to everybody in the chat room. Hello, everybody in the chat room. There you go. Now we can start talking, and I know we have lots of different topics to discuss. And I only have—I uh, want to like chime in first, just because like I want to uh, hear your opinion. Like I read in your bio that you actually appeared at Carnegie Hall, and one of the people that appeared with you was Sam Harris. That's I love right. I, Sam Harris is one of my all-time favorite singers of all time. Like I think well, he is I so tell phenomenal. You, I stood in the wings just listening to this guy sing. I have absolutely am a huge fan, and it was a great honor for me to share the stage with him at Carnegie Hall. He's like the coolest. He's the greatest singer. Anybody who doesn't know who Sam Harris is, he actually won the very first season of Star Search back in the day. That's right, and, and he is as good, uh, as nice as he is talented. He's a wonderful guy. I'm going to actually look him up and see if we can get him on the show because I, I, I have all his albums. I've like downloaded every well, I'll one tell of you them. What, I'll, I'll, I'll call him and tell him that he should do your show. Absolutely. I would love that. It's that would be terrific because he's, he's super terrific. So then, he's a great guy. So you're an entertainer, a theater historian, pop culture blogger, and you also have a website called Call on Dolly. Why don't you tell us a little bit about it and then I, I'm going to let you and Ron chat. Well, great. Well, I'm writing a book celebrating 50 years of Hello, Dolly. Next year will be the 50th anniversary, uh, January 16th, 1964. The show opened on uh, Broadway. Um, Ron already knows that I'm a dear friend of Carol Channing's, and when I first started writing or working on this project, I wanted to write a book celebrating all of the women who played Dolly. But as I got into it and started doing all of these interviews, I'm really fascinated with the whole process of the whole enchilada, as they say. Uh, it's not just the woman who is playing Dolly, but it's the uh, Horace Vandegelders, the Corneliuses, the Barnabys, the Irenes, the Minis, um, all of the many uh, chorus members that most people don't know about. And I'm writing about a period in history that, uh, or the type of a show that doesn't really exist in today's world. And since I started working on this project, I've interviewed over 150 people. And two of the people that I've actually interviewed have since passed on. 
And most people will never know who these people are unless this book gets out there because all of these people have made incredible contributions not only to Hello, Dolly, but to the world of entertainment in general. And I want to share their stories with the world. And that's how this all started. That's awesome. That's incredible. Now, are you watching us? I'm not watching you. I walked away from my computers because there's a delay, and I don't want to get confused. Just turn the volume which happens down. Easily. Oh yeah, you can turn the you can you can hit the mute button on your computer if you want, and if you hit the mute button, you can right. then you don't have to worry about the delay because you don't hear it on your computer. You'll just hear it on your phone. Because we'll be posting some pictures soon that I'd like you to see. I know Carol as well. Oh, but, I forgot to ask Chad about that. But I don't know uh, Carol as well as okay. you do. Uh, the last time I saw Carol was at a convention in Palm Springs. And we spent quite a lot of time together. Um, well, she just turned 92 just this past month. I know. She's she a, turned 92 and I turned 52. Oh, and I, I'm still 50. <laughs> and I will be for the next 50 years, so nobody should Well, know. I'm holding on to 52. I'm embracing every year. Well, As someone once said to me, and I'm now playing with a full deck. Well, 50, I, I feel that everybody should be 50. After 50, it's pointless in having birthdays or any other age. Because some people, I mean, Carol looked wonderful when I saw her, and she was about 87 or 88. Look at my Jane oh, Russell. She still looks how, wonderful. How beautiful oh, my, my Jane looks. This woman is the ever ready rabbit. Right. Well, look at Jane, who was almost 90, 89 before she passed, and Jane was beautiful. I mean, she looked just like Jane Russell. Um, so. Yeah, Hollywood of those days, or should we say back in the golden era of Hollywood, stars were stars. They knew how to behave like stars. They knew how to perform like stars. And they truly were stars. You didn't see Well, you them. know, it's also very interesting because at that time, uh, there was the mystique of being a star. And what was so wonderful around that time was that the press people, the publicists, the writers, everyone, they respected that paradigm of what a star should look like and be like. And the studios, if a star did something that was out of line or something, right. the studios would work diligently to get that information or to keep that information mm -hmm. out of the newspaper. And nowadays, uh, every indiscretion becomes front-page news. Right. And not only is it front-page news, but we hear about it ad nauseum over and over and over mm -hmm. again for at least 48 to 72 hours. You're right. 20th Century Fox covered up the fact that Jane Russell was drunk, made a left turn, and hit the wheel of a big truck. She was arrested for being drunk and put in jail for the night. Now, nobody knows that Jane Russell, the But my Jane question Russell, is, why do we need to know this information because, in the first place. Because this and is what two, they do today. why are people obsessed with it? Because this is what they do today. I think a lot of it has to do with peer jealousy. In so much as they love and adore these people, they love it when they fall down because it makes them feel better. Um, Marlena Dietrich had a great problem with a lot of her fans. In so much as they loved her, they couldn't stand the fact that she was perfection. No matter what she did was perfection. So as Well, she I'm very interested in building people up. I feel that we spend too much time tearing people down. As a matter of fact, writing this book, as I've mentioned earlier, I've interviewed over 150 people for this book. And I, I I'm not putting secondhand information in the book. If someone says, this happened to me, 
and I can, you know, find that this actually happened, it will go in the book. But if someone said, I heard from so-and-so that such-and-such happened, I'm not interested. No, her doesn't work. The point I was getting at with Jane was not to exploit her, God forbid, now that she's passed, was that the studio, as you said, they controlled, they hid, they paid off. Today, if if that were Jane Russell Young today, it would have gone all over. And you know and not what? only would it go all over, we would see the mugshots that go along and with it. And you know it. what? People would love her the more because now she's a jailbird, she's common, <clears throat> she's low class, and she's a drunk. And a lot of people can relate to that. People cannot relate to anybody they feel is better than they are. So they want to tear you down. Um, Rex Reed, I know Rex, as we all do from New York. Rex is a heavy drinker. I don't know, still... 20 years ago when I knew him, he was a boozer. Now, is his drinking the reason that he wrote that terrible review? Or yeah. is he just a nasty old queen? Or he just look at all the publicity Rex Reed got because you, like, you don't hear a lot about Rex Reed. As no, much he writes as for the Daily to. News, I believe. Richard, doesn't he still? No, he writes for the New York Observer. New, oh, he's not in the news anymore. He used to be the Daily News. No, he, he writes for the New York Observer. But, you know, I, I don't want to knock Rex Reed. Um, what, uh, I don't agree with what he said. Uh, with uh, Melissa McCarthy. Um, I'm not going to defend him in any way whatsoever uh, because I feel that by my attacking him, that that puts me on the same level that he was on when he wrote this. Exactly. Um, I happen to like Rex Reed. Um, I'm a fan of his writing. Um, I don't always agree with him. I don't always agree with most critics. Well, there's, but, a, way, there's and, a way of critiquing. Um, I am not uh, even going to go as far as to say I defend his right to write this. But the fact that he did write it, it became newsworthy. And as you just said, um, he got more publicity out of uh, two lines of a review than he has probably received in the last 10 to 15 years. Right. That's very sad because it tells you what people want today. I remember years ago when Barbara Stanwyck, Barbara Stanwyck was a lesbian. We all know she was a lesbian. It's very out there that she was a lesbian. But no one discussed it. No one brought it to light. Today, I mean, it's it's ridiculous what they unveil about people. They out everybody. But I mean, if 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 Rex Reed had written this movie is one of the greatest comedies since Bringing Up Baby. Mm-hmm. I agree. It would not have appeared in one newspaper. Right. It, I, and that's and that's sad to me. I mean, what is it? In our culture now, where we are constantly tearing each other down. And I don't care if you are a comedian or if you are a writer or what your position is in this business. If you want to send that type of energy out to the world, um, you're no less than a thug, in my opinion. It sells it, it papers. Doesn't belong. Uh, it, it's something that I don't gravitate towards. I mean, right. It's not a part of my world. Uh, I, uh, but I cannot believe the coverage that this review has gotten. Right, but it negative, it's a negative review, negative coverage, because a lot of people, uh, actually everyone I've talked to about it found it very distasteful and very, very not nice, and it didn't do a well, damn thing for I'll tell you the interesting them. thing about reviews. Do you know who, read, uh, who actually reads reviews? Those that the reviews are about. Right. Okay. Most people are not going to read this review of this film, Identity Theft. Most people are not. And most people uh, would not have even known that this review was out there if the media had not made such a big uh, to-do about it. it. Yep. 
Well, that's what's going on today. Let's get back to Wait, our I want to go back because I want to go. Uh, oh, actually, they're showing a video of you with Tommy Toon right now uh, on the ITV. Tommy's a nice guy. He's and, a sweetie uh, pie. Uh, but I wanted to say because the Jimmy Star Show, we actually set it up. We've we've ha- we've brought on a lot of huge celebrities. Lots of them have had things in the press in the in their in their backgrounds. You know that are not. I don't know, not like, I guess, pleasant. I don't know what you would say. You know, we don't ever bring up any of the things that people have gotten in trouble for or things that are maybe embarrassing for them because that's the whole purpose of this whole show is to build people up because we like them and we're promoting them because we like them. So that's something that makes this show, you know, different. And and a lot of the celebrities, when they come on the first few minutes, they're a little bit nervous because they don't know, you know, if we're going to like all of a sudden hit them with some kind of whammy of something that's going to put them in a bad position. But we never, never, ever do it. And uh, and many of the people who've been on the show have have been you know front page TMZ. And I brought I brought <laughs> Melanie up because it, well it, you know that's another thing that you bring up. I mean I don't understand the purpose of a show like TMZ. I mean right now we've got this whole thing going on here in New York, and I'm sure you're hearing about it there as well uh, about Alec Baldwin. But if you see uh, Alec Baldwin, every time he walks out of his apartment, there's someone pouncing on him. Right. Now, um, according to Perez Hilton, uh, and let's face it, I mean, Perez Hilton will go for the jugular, but even Perez Hilton is saying that he has heard the transcript and this supposed racial slur that Alec Baldwin supposedly made to this woman is not to be heard on this thing. Right. And yet... If that goes away and it is proven that he did not say this, we will not hear a thing about it. Right. But the speculation that perhaps he did say this, something that he that was offensive or titillating or whatever, again, becomes front-page news. Right. It's terrible. And actually, Perez Hilton does not really go for the jugular so much anymore as he's tried to um – I don't know, not not be so critical. I guess I, I met him actually. They he was shooting a sequel to a I forgot so one of the one some gay movie next to my uh, clothing store, and he was like super super cool. He's a super nice guy, and he's very influential. But I'll he's tell got you, six million but again, Twitter followers. I mean, as nice as he is, or as nice as he's trying to be right now, it was the fact that he did write these nasty things about people that put him on the map. That's right. That's how he got there. So he used that to get there, and now he's trying to, to take it down some. But well, I, you know you're absolutely right about that, and he's got six million people following him. That's a lot of people who want to see dirt thrown around. It works fine because my dearest friend in the entire world, my lovely friend Richard Blackwell, who I miss so much, he was the first one to do the ten worst dress list. But he was funny because he wrote comedy about what these stars were wearing. But still, it was a negative, you know, comments. Um, well, the funny thing is that most of these stars were hoping to get on that list. Absolutely. Richard, Richard and I spoke about it. He said to me that I forgot who it was. Maybe Debbie Reynolds or somebody sent him a note saying, you SOB, um, didn't you see that rag I wore somewhere? I was hoping I would get on your list. And he, he, showed, <laughs> he showed it to me because Richard kept everything. We were very, very close friends. Uh, so I, the, no, no secrets were held. And he told me that Jaja Gabor was the worst of all. And he became the best of friends with her because he wrote terrible things about her. Her and her feathers, like she was a chicken waiting to lay an egg in a feathered nest or something. 
Oh, I like the best one was Diane <clears throat> Cannon. Looks like she was shot out of one. I love Diane Cannon. That's, that's my – no, but Diane – he wrote about Diane Cannon. He said she, Diane oh, Cannon – Yeah, but he wrote she looks like she was shot out of one. In other words, Diane Cannon was shot out of a cannon. Richard, so, tell exactly. us a little bit more about your book though because like is your, your book – you're in the process of writing it or is the book like already coming out? I am still out, writing the book. I, until a publisher comes along and says we're ready for this to go to press, I want to continue writing. I want to get as many interviews as I can possibly get in the book. Uh, I've interviewed Morgan Freeman, who most people don't realize made his Broadway debut in the Pearl Bailey production of Hello, Dolly. No, I didn't, wow. didn't know that. Um, didn't know that. I've interviewed Judy Nays, who played uh, Gussie Granger in mm-hmm. the movie version. Of course, Tommy Toon right. was in the movie. Mm-hmm. And I've just set up an interview with Marianne McAndrew, who played Irene Malloy in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the holy grail for me, if you're out there listening, Barbara Streisand, because when you think about this, so much has been written and said, both positively and negatively, about her place in the legacy and the history of Hello, Dolly. But we've never heard it from her point of view. And I would like to know what it was like for her at 26 years old to be handed such a hot property like Hello, Dolly. Well, she had done and, Funny Girl, so uh, that was what, a big property. And what was going on in her mindset uh, filming this film. And a lot of people don't like the film. I happen to like it. I, I find love it entertaining. I think she looks beautiful absolutely, in the film. Absolutely. No one can sing those songs like she can. Absolutely. And uh, so I would love to have her because, as I've said earlier, uh, my book is not a gossipy tome, so each thing, I want to hear about it from her point of view. And that is really the holy grail for me uh, in terms of writing this. Um, we should and, also uh, interject. It, it is- Let me just interject, too, if people want to find out more while that we actually have you on the air. Um, you can go to, the, to uh, the website. Richard has a website for... For his book, it's called Call on Dolly, right? It's callondolly.com. So go to www.callondolly.com. And while we're throwing that plug in there, too, we can also say if you want to find out more about Richard Skipper, you can go to www.richardskipper.com. There you go. Go ahead. Finish that thought. And (laughs) Skip, if you do an audio book, then Jimmy can produce it. Well, I, and he'll I, get I, it I'm out there, Jimmy. That, Jimmy? That again, with the 50th anniversary coming up, mm-hmm. uh, I want to hopefully have a reunion here in New York with as many of the Dollies that are still with us as we can possibly get. Um, Carol Channing, um, unfortunately, is the only surviving Broadway Dolly. Uh, but Carol Cook took the show um, to Vietnam. No, she took it to. New Zealand and uh, to Australia, and uh, there have been, there's so many women that people don't realize played Dolly. Judy Norton from the Waltons played Dolly, and I have a chapter on her. Uh, Michelle Lee, uh, Sally Struthers has done many productions of Dolly. Betty White played Dolly. Uh, Ann Miller played Dolly. The list goes on and on and did, on, did, and it really is uh, part of the tapestry of the entertainment world uh, for the last 50 years. Did Lainey Kazan and ever, right, did Lainey ever play? Did Lainey Kazan ever play Dolly? Lainey Kazan played Dolly. Okay. And she's she a good Dolly friend. in Atlantic city. She, and I've interviewed Lainey for the book. And Lainey is about to receive uh, 
the Bistro Award right. here in New York on the 4th of March. Right. Uh, also getting an award that night is Jennifer Lewis, who is one of my dollies. And both of them are getting awards that night, and I'm actually doing the red carpet. And if people are interested in learning about the Bistro Awards, they can go to bistroawards.com, and that's going to be a star-studded evening. So I'm proud to be a part of that. And we have Lainey on next yeah, week. Yeah, Lainey's coming on the show next week, so that's cool. I well, we'll her. have to talk about the Distro Awards. Oh, definitely. And I, tell I her how much Lainey. I love her. Oh, I love Absolutely. her. Absolutely. I love her, she too. already knows. <laughs> oh, she knows I love her also. I mean, I... Never, ever. Down, boys, down. No, I never turned down an opportunity to be in Lainey's company. We've gone to dinner. We have fun. I love her. She's a down-to-earth, funny lady with a fabulous, incredible voice. Oh, my God, absolutely. Which I think is better than... Uh, and, oh, she's a good uh, interviewer. I, I just yeah. had so much fun getting to interview these people. And in addition to this book, I have a blog uh, called uh, Richard Skipper Celebrates, mm-hmm. where I celebrate people in the arts, and I call it celebrating their body of worth, because that is what I'm interested in. Uh, I read a lot of biographies. I read a lot of autobiographies. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm not interested in the salacious gossip or the titillating facts about their private lives. I'm interested in what makes them tick. How did they get from point A to point B and right. beyond that? Everybody wants and to know that. what can I learn from these people who have gone before me? Mm-hmm. And you know, it's a real shame in our culture now that we don't have a real respect for anything that happened uh, more than 15 years ago. And I grew up Um, as I mentioned at the beginning of this uh, conversation, that I'm 52 years old. I grew up when there were three networks, ABC, NBC, and CBS. And those three networks were on the air from 6 o'clock in the morning until maybe 1 o'clock in the morning. And they tried to vie for the largest demographic that they could possibly get. So I grew up watching the entertainers from my generation sharing the screen with those entertainers from my parents' generation and from my grandparents' generation. And then something came along called MTV. And it was the first time that there was a niche network that was going to play specifically to that, ne- uh, to that niche market. And so an entire generation and the generation after that and the generation after that have grown up listening to a very specific type of music. And they're not aware of the entire rainbow of colors of what is out there in the entertainment world. And one of the things that I'm hearing right now from publishers is this is a niche book. This is a niche market. This is a niche book. Well, name one book that isn't a niche book. Even the Bible isn't read by everybody. Right. Well, what's happening today is mid-century is in design, fashion, and now it has come to entertainment. Um, I've been, how can I put this without sounding like a conceited creep? But anyway, I've been told by so many people, Ron, thank you so much for keeping the old films alive and the old stars alive because Robert Osborne and myself worked the hardest to keep Hollywood of yesteryear still in the world today. In Europe, an opera is never old. People go to see it over and over again. Generations go to see it over and over again. We're hoping that this will happen with film. Lauren Bacall said to me, Ron, a film is only old after you've seen it. And she said that, you know, publicly, and I agree with Lauren, a film is only old after you've seen it. 
When you see uh, uh, Carol Channing in that wonderful, what was it, Jazz Baby, where she does Jazz Baby? Early Modern Millie. I mean, come on now. Come on, please. I mean, I got chills talking about it. Her performance, her day, it was just fabulous. Anything, fabulous. anything she's done is incredible. Carol Channing is an icon, a legend. And I adore her in well, person. Carol Channing once said that, uh, Sir John Gilgood once said to her that Hello, Dolly is the American Hamlet. Mm-hmm. It should be done every seven Absolutely. years for new generations to enjoy. Absolutely. It's not old. And, and I believe, you know, when, uh, when I hear some uh, people in the theater say, oh, God, not another revival, well, the bottom line is that the theater has become an elitist art form. And the average person can no longer afford to go to the theater. Mm-hmm. Do you realize that in the 1920s, if the average person went to see five shows a week on Broadway, wouldn't be ten bucks. That they still would not have seen everything that played throughout That's the nineteen right. twenties. That's right. Because there was so much theater out there, and now it has become so. Um, unaffo- I mean, the average person cannot afford to go to the theater. So when the average person goes to the theater, they want to know that what they are going to see is uh, something that they are familiar with or something that they're going to enjoy. Mm-hmm. And it's very difficult in today's market. You've got people who do nothing to raise money for Broadway shows, and they call themselves producers. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd like to know what they produced, except mm-hmm. for raising the money. Most of them don't have the slightest clue of what the difference is between stage right and stage left. They don't have an appreciation or a love or a respect for all of these great entertainers that have gone before them. When I started acting, I was 13 years old, and I grew up in a small town in South Carolina, and I had this incredible mentor, and she would say to me, every time you walk out on a stage, you are carrying this mantle with you of every great entertainer that has gone before you. And you need to respect the work that they did to get you to this point. And we have kids working in the theater today who not only don't know who these people are, they don't know who Helen Hayes is, or they don't know who the Barrymores are beyond Drew Barrymore, and yet they don't feel that it is important. That's why, to me, it is important for me to share these stories with these people of what that world was like. When It used to be that when you auditioned for a Broadway show, you auditioned in a real theater. You auditioned for the people that were the creative team. You auditioned for the playwrights and the songwriters and the costumers and the choreographers. Nowadays, you audition for the assistant to the assistant to the assistant <laughs> of the casting director. And well, they don't I have, have a I have to de- clue. They can't okay. think outside the box. I have to defend one producer who's a very dear friend of mine, and that's Fran Bazaar, and she's responsible for Memphis. Now, Fran... Um, was a housewife living in New Jersey for a lot of years. And when her husband passed away, she became extremely wealthy. And she's invested in Broadway plays. But Fran right now is in Florida at the Burt Reynolds Theater. She's doing all the costumes. She sews them and she irons them and she dresses people. She's so involved with theater. Uh, that Now, she- this is the Maltz Jupiter Theater that you're thinking about. 
Am I correct? I'm talking. Yeah, it's a Bert. Yeah, Bert Reynolds Theater. Years ago, I guess now it's called the Jupiter Theater. And Fran That's lives. Right. Fran lives across the street, and she goes over every day and she washes and dry cleans all the costumes and presses them. So she's a producer with a lot of money who is now producing another Broadway hit that may get the Tony, and I don't remember the name of it. Being out of town is Florida. You know, you could die down here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have no idea what's on Broadway. It's horrible. I want to. I want to chime in because when you were talking about MTV, I am part of that MTV generation, and I actually make my living. You know, I don't. Well, I don't know if you know, but I like. I do A and R for a large label, and I run another record label, like a hip hop R and B soul label, and. Uh, so basically, like eighty percent of everything I do is in the music industry, and I don't know if it's because I'm gay or what it is. Because like I've always loved Broadway gay? and the musicals and, oh, and Broadway. I like I know like the songs to every like all the cool musicals, but I did not really know a lot of the black and white, like a lot of the older classic movies and legends. I knew who the people were, but I honestly I never watched a black and white movie in my entire life until I met Ron. That's right. And now He's last learning. night, last night we watched a movie with Audrey Hepburn in um, Rome Adventure. With Gregory Peck. Yeah, with Gregory. It was a great movie. Great movie. Roman Holiday. That's right. Yeah. Holds up today exactly as it did. I cry at the very same time every time I see it when she acknowledges him and can't have him because she's a princess. I I mean, those films are incredible. The Sophia Loren. And a few years ago when I was in Rome, I wanted to go to all the places that I saw in this movie. Thank you. People don't do that today. Today they want explosions, helicopters, murder, guts, blood. I shouldn't say that because I'm in five upcoming movies where they kill me. Uh, They blow me to pieces because of Jimmy. Otherwise, I wouldn't do these films normally. (laughs) I like to do important films with a message or something good, but... Jimmy wants me to do them, and I'm doing this. No, we are doing one. We're doing a homeless one. That's oh yeah. Oh, I'm doing a wonderful one, and it's called uh, A Mile in His a mile Soul. In his soul. We're shooting it in Scotland, and it's about the homeless people of, of Edinburgh, Scotland. That's a great film. I can't wait to do that one. And then I just got him into a bunch of horror movies too, so he can like explode, have fun, and be killed, and have fun, <laughs> and get blown to bits, and, and have a lot of good exposure. But. Yeah. Uh, but I, I agree. Well, there's an audience for that. And yeah, but not my audience. audience not my audience, my, Richard. The problem that I have is that so many people do not open their eyes to all that the entertainment world thank has you, to thank offer. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I am open to everything. There are thank things you. that I like and there are things that I don't like. Thank but you. But at least I'm going to give things a chance. Good. And so many people want to say, well, that's before my time. I'm not interested. Baloney. Well, what is before their time? I mean, when you think about this, look at you know, someone like Lady Gaga. And mm-hmm. Lady Gaga said that if someone like Liza Minnelli had not come along, she doesn't think that she would be doing what she's doing on the stage today. Mm-hmm. So that needs to be acknowledged. That needs to be respected. And that needs to be nurtured with new generations of people who don't know who Carol Channing is or who does, don't know who Betty Grable is uh, or Betty Grable. Ginger Rogers or any of these great ladies who played Dolly on Broadway. I do a lot of... We need... Yeah. I'm sorry, I do a lot we of... We need to be oh, able to share these stories. Richard, I do a lot of... I used to do a lot of um, touring colleges and stuff, talking about old films. And I was talking about Barbara Streisand, and I saw one young guy in front of me, he looked like he was in coma. And I said to him, excuse me, but do you know who Barbara Streisand is? And he said, I've heard of her. And I thought to myself, you've heard of her? You don't know who she is. I said, I suppose you don't know who Clark Abel is. He said, uh-uh. And I thought, wouldn't it be nice in school when they teach? I remember we used to have visual aids when I went to school, I guess because they just invented the camera. 
and that's why. But we had visual aids. And why don't they do that in school today? Show them the history of theater, the history of film, how these actors and actresses developed from the early days to the later days. How incredible. Love is a many splendid thing. Every time I run it at parties, people cry. They love the film. Gee, I didn't know about that film. I said, you know what? Because it's old doesn't mean it's not new. The things that they did then that they cried from, we cry from today. As Richard Anderson said to me last week, and I agree with him, film in our generation had a beginning, a middle, and an ending. And that's what it's all about. Richard, you're but incredible. Again, you've got people that are coming along in this business. There used to be a hierarchy in this business where you would work to, uh, you would work, uh, to climb the ladder. And when you've got shows like uh, American Idol and The Voice and Ugh, The X Factor, I hate those where shows. people feel that they're I going to become them. instant stars. <laughs> and insult them. And they them. don't have, you know, there's, you know, you don't just walk out on stage and do a song. No, you don't. Um, but today you do. There's a lot of, as an entertainer, I know that when I am doing a show, there have been days where I've been exhausted. I've had, I've gone on with toothaches. I've gone on um, when I have, uh, uh, you know, a migraine headache. You have to be able to go on stage and you have to deliver the goods. And Georgia Engel, one of the people that I interviewed for my book, who was in the Hello Dolly with Phyllis Diller and with Ethel Merman, she said they never missed performances. Never. They, you would never even think never. of missing a performance then. And she said when she came back to Broadway to do the Drowsy Chaperone, she says people would miss a performance if they had a hangnail. There was a time if you missed a rehearsal, you were fired. And yet people signed run-of-the-show contracts. People signed wanting to stay with the show for a long, long time. And, and that's another issue with Broadway now. And you're lucky... If you can get someone who will stay in the show beyond six months. That's true. And not too long ago, I was walking along 42nd Street, and I was walking with a friend, and there was a huge marquee of Mary Poppins. And I said to my friend, what's missing from that marquee? And he looked at it, and he looked at it, and looked at it, and he said, I don't know what you're looking for. And I said, who is the actress playing Mary Poppins? Didn't know. And right now, we've got Annie on Broadway. Who's playing Annie? It's not Andrea McCardle. in Spider-Man? <laughs> Nobody knows who these people are. Because they're not stars. We had stars. The names that I mentioned will be legendary. They will live on forever. Now, Justin... It has to do with money, you guys. What is that guy? Justin Bieber? What's his Bieber. name? Bieber. Now, he was a one-night guy that went and sang on that stupid show. And look how famous no, he's become. No, he didn't become. get on the show. He was Wasn't on the he show. one he of them? Found, nope. Have but it? I will say this. I watched him on Saturday Night Live a few weeks ago. He was good. And I was really impressed with him as an actor. Yeah, I, I think so, too. I thought he did a too. great job. And I think that, you know, with the right properties with him, he could have a good career as an actor. You, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not there with Think you. About so it, I don't see, know they made Spider-Man with that new guy. He got paid probably under a hundred grand to make that movie. The movie probably did, you know, a hundred million. They make a ton of money, and he doesn't get squat hardly. But well, my thing now is booking all the greats of yesteryear in films today. There are so many actresses out there who are fifty plus who are no longer in demand in Hollywood because that's the cutoff age. When you're 50, you're finished, which is sad because... Not anymore. Well, yeah, it's still, Jimmy. I, can, I won't name them, but I know a few of them that were famous once can't get a job today because they're a little fat or they're a little older. Uh, 
They won't. They but won't work. My question is, who are the people that are making these decisions? The jerks. And why the, the jerks, are making those decisions? Okay, let me tell you who these people are. They're not from here. They're foreign people who invest billions of dollars into our movies, mostly the Asian countries. I mean, George Clooney can have any amount of money he wants in the billions to do a film. The Asians will invest in him in a second. They adore him. If they don't think that you are marketable because you're no longer Marilyn Monroe, they won't hire you. It's all about money, Richard. It's no longer about theater and art. A great well, actress, I know that. That's Van- true. Vanessa Redgrave, the greatest actress of our day, everything she's in I'm crazy about, gets bit parts. Vanessa's never going to have a great starring role anymore because she's seven. She does, though. She had a great role. No, no, role. she never stars, baby. There's a difference between starring and co-starring. Okay, and yeah, not she's even, always co-starring. And not even labeling. I mean, I'd have never seen... I tried to get Jane Russell work on, um, was it the, the CSI, one? CSI, uh, Law and Order. Law and Order. And I spoke with the person who's a friend of mine at casting there, and they were going to hire Jane. And Jane said, Ron, I can't do it because I can't remember lines. I said, don't worry. You wear a hearing aid. They'll plug into your hearing aid and they'll feed you lines. Well, when I said that to the network, they somehow didn't need her anymore. I guess it was too much work to feed into her hearing aid her lines if she forgets them. So, you know, that I don't know how to work with that. You know, is it it's a catch-22. Are they too old to work, or do they not want them because they are old? I don't get it. But then I look at someone like Shirley MacLaine. Every time she's in a movie, I flock to see it. Of course. I love Shirley. I know Shirley. She's fabulous. Shirley's wonderful. Uh, Off-camera, on-camera, she's wonderful. Well, get me that interview. She was in The Matchmaker, the movie. So I want to interview her as well. In I, fact, In fact, I'll be talking to her in a couple of weeks. So I will mention it, Richard. I will. I want to. I want to move this forward because we we're going to have another oh, guest. We have yeah, to and I before wanna, I do that, I want you to tell them about. I want because well, I want everybody who's watching to see your picture. So you have to do like a. Yeah, I want to. I want to go fast now into drag. You know, I did Jane Russell for years in cabaret all over the United States, and I know that you did Carol Channing, and they're going to post. Well, a- I performed as Carol Channing. Um, I don't like. I did not like to refer to what I was doing as a drag performance because I find, and I say this respectfully. Yeah to all those that embrace the word, but most people who are doing an impersonation are filtering that person through their eyes and presenting that person the way that they see them. What I tried to do with Carol, to the best of my ability, was to present her on stage the way that I saw okay. her. I have to interrupt without- you. Oh, wait. There's a picture up of me and drag as Jane Russell. I use the word you drag. You never use the word drag. No, I never know. use the word drag, but today I am because we have a very large audience all over the world. I was billed as a female illusionist who performed as Jane. I sang in my own voice. I did stand-up comedy. Now, if everybody looks at their screen, you'll see what I looked like when I portrayed Jane. Um, I think we have one of you as Carol, do we? No, I don't, I don't think we, we don't do, have no. one as, as Richard as no. Carol, because he makes an incredible Carol. Well, thank you. No, you really do. Thank you. But I, I always treated Carol with respect. Me and too. I, and a lot of, not everybody, but there's always that element of either making fun of your subject or making fun of, your, uh, of women or making fun of the audience. And I never went that direction with it. I had a wonderful run doing it. I performed all over the world for 20 years as Carol. I headlined in Atlantic City. I headlined in Vegas. I appeared, as we mentioned earlier, at Carnegie Hall with Sam Harris. But I always wanted to celebrate Carol. I never wanted to make fun of her. 
is as iconic as Carol Channing. Let's face it. Well, when, probably... when I did Jane, I did Jane in looks, but I did her in my personality. And all the jokes that I did were mostly about, you know, as I grew older and I started to look like an older Jane, I made fun of age and things like that. But I never did anything uh -huh. that Jane was ashamed of or that she would be ashamed of me doing. I, uh, because when you see a, a lot of impersonators who were impersonating Betty Davis or Cher or Marilyn right. oh, there you are. Hang on, Richard, 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 women. Richard, Richard, hold on. Everybody, look at your screen. There's Richard as Carol Channing. We have a picture of him. Up wow, on. that looks terrific. Doesn't he look like Carol? He yeah. looks just like her. And he sings wow. in his own voice, too. But what I was saying is that most people who are doing an impersonation are actually doing what they've seen other impersonators do. Yes. And uh, rather than going to the real source mm -hmm. of who that person is. Mm -hmm. As someone, I mean, my show was a 90-minute show. Mm -hmm. And uh, if an audience came in and it's like I walk out on stage and they go, okay, he sounds like her. Mm -hmm. Okay, he looks like her. Mm -hmm. I have to be able to hold that audience in the palm of my hand for mm -hmm. 90 minutes. I know what it's like. And if I can't do that, and that's why a lot of times you will see um, in these review shows uh, someone coming on, doing a number, and getting off the stage. Because what beyond the illusion of the look and the sound... How can they sustain an audience for a long well, period of time? Because they lip sync, and lip syncing stinks. You have to go out there and perform as a talented actor. These guys today want to dress like a girl, stand on a stage with a mic, and, and imitate somebody with their own with somebody else's song. That's not. And yet, talent. I have seen some incredible lip sync artists. No, I don't I mean, like any of them. Is well, lip sync absolutely one of yeah, the but there's best no, entertainers in the business. Yeah, but the talent isn't what I like. I like Tommy Femia, my dearest friend in the world, when he does Julie. Oh, I love Tommy. I love. Tommy. Tommy's wonderful. Tommy's um, been in many... And he is performing as Judy Garland at Don't Tell Mama. I know that. Along with Rick Sky. Who I love also. extended. I mean, and he's been there longer... Ten uh, years. as long as I've been in New York. Ten years he's been there. He's gotten the, the uh, Cabernet Award three times. He beat Liza Minnelli out. Tommy Femia and, and uh, what's his name, Rick are fabulous. First stop uh, in New York. Yeah, I'm going to see them when I get there. So we're going to do a little recap real quick because I want everybody to check out your website. So everybody... Um, um, and uh, please, if I can just mention yes. uh, to everyone, please hit the like button on callondolly.com because I am doing daily drawings from the people who hit the like button. And I'm sending out some fabulous prizes. Uh, you never know. You may receive something that was signed specifically to that person from Carol. That would be cool. um, So uh, I'm... Uh, and spread the word. We will. Uh, tweet we about will. the website. Uh, put it on your Facebook page. Um, send me friend requests. Uh, follow me on Twitter. It's Richard Skipper on Twitter. Uh, my Facebook page, Richard Skipper, as well. Um, I am a real accessible uh, person in this business, and I love to keep the communication going between those that are interested in the same things that I'm interested Good in. Good for you, Richard. And Richard, I'd like to invite you to our wedding, and I think it's going to be in June in Times Square. And it might be a big deal that's going to be on Bravo television because they want to film our wedding, which should be a lot of fun. Uh, also, that would um, be wonderful. And also, when you know we're moving to New Hope, we're not going to be here anymore, thank God. And um, <laughs> when, we, when, when we get your new hope, we're only 60 miles away from Manhattan. I really want to see you and your partner. How long have you guys been together now? Uh, we've been together. This is our 23rd year together. And they and say we gays got don't married. Last. Yes, we got married. Uh, we were one of the first 100 couples to get married. 
As a matter of fact, that evening on the news, when the president was talking about it, our picture was behind the president. Good for uh, you. And uh, it, it was just an amazing day. We ended up having a wedding uh, a few months later for our friends to be a part. Uh, and, uh, it, you know, it's been wonderful. And I'm my, but as, a, as exciting as it is to be married to my partner, um, it's going to be even more exciting when it's uh, allowed around the world. Well, I hope Obama does just it. Yesterday, that believe it or not, um, they just, uh, you know, um, got rid of uh, slavery in uh, at Mississippi. It was yeah. still on the books. Slavery. Yeah, it was still on the books. Is I read that, that too. funny. And Richard, please invite Jimmy and I to anything that you're doing in New York. And also, I want to get before we go, Arlene Dahl's stars on Broadway. I'm working with her. I'm going to put Jane Russell's star in. I'm taking donations as they come, and they go directly to Liza Minnelli and Arlene Dahl. We need $30,000 to put Jane Russell's Well, let me explain, you know, very quickly what's yes. going on. Arlene Dahl is trying to get a uh, walk of fame in New York, just as there is in Hollywood, uh, <clears throat> celebrating, you know, the stars who have appeared here on Broadway, and uh, Jane Russell, interestingly enough, was supposed to play Dolly. Did you know this? No, I know she did company, but she didn't care for Broadway. She didn't like uh, working. She, she, was supposed, she was supposed to do Dolly, and her husband uh, died suddenly of a heart attack. John, and oh, oh, Roger. Uh, she wasn't, uh, and obviously she was too distraught to go out on the road, yeah. so Yvonne DiCarlo uh, right. took over. Right. And that particular tour of Hello, Dolly was not... Uh, produced by David Merrick. Um, right. It was produced by a very nefarious producer, and it was not the best experience for Yvonne DiCarlo, um, although she received rave reviews in the role. Well, Jane, and this is just one of the many things you'll find out by to going to callondolly.com. Well, Jane wanted to, Jane did company, and she just couldn't take the grind of doing it every night over and over again. Um, so she really, I don't think, would have been interested and maybe used that as a good excuse. But, um, Richard, it's been such a pleasure talking to you. Oh, I've so enjoyed this. this and I cannot great. wait to be in Manhattan with your guy and my guy, the four of us, at dinner, talking more about Hollywood and Absolutely. how wonderful it was. And, and I want to just make sure everybody follows you on Twitter. So everybody follow Richard Skipper on Twitter. Check out richardskipper.com, callondolly.com, add him on Facebook. And when you go on Call on Dolly, hit the like page. And we want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. And, uh, and Google Richard Skipper <laughs> Celebrates. And Google okay. Richard Skipper celebrates, and don't forget to uh, uh, give a heads up for Sam Harris because that would be like really awesome to have Sam Harris. Come and on I want to say just one more thing: How lucky are we, Richard, that you're best friends with who you impersonate, and I was best friends with my Jane Russell. Wow. Well, I mean, how you. fortunate we were to have these two stars as our dear, dear friends. Now let's just pray that the right publisher comes my way. Oh, he will, he will, because you're good, and when you're good, okay. you attract good. All right, Richard. Thank, thank you, you so much. Take for care, sweetheart. Have Star a good show. day. Love you. Bye, bye. Bye. Okay, you too. Goodbye. Bye. That was fun. That was yeah, fun. he's a, he's oh, a great guy. I speak with him on the phone, and Richard's like really sweet and nice and earth. He's grounded. He's a cool guy. So everybody in the chat room, we want to give a shout out. Morley uh, came and came and went, but we want to give a shout out to Morley Schulman, and I think Ken Pettigrew's in there. Everybody, turn into Ken Pettigrew's show. Uh, 8 to 11 p.m. Pacific time, Monday through Thursday. What's up, everybody? We're going to take a quick little break. 
And you know what that means? Ah, dance time. Yay, it's time I for the wait. sexy bitch Woo! dance. This I is for all wait. you sexy bitches out there. So the name of the song is Pointless. And I only do this show just for this dance. And, I don't uh, care about this Orlando song. Napier is I'm the singer. Ready. It's on Monarchy Records. You can download it now on iTunes. And we're going to let Chad introduce it by saying, like, here's the sexy bitch dance, Pointless. Ladies Woo! and gentlemen, here's the sexy bitch dance, Pointless. You gonna play it, Jimmy? I sit back, realize you're gonna die, get off your couch and stop living your damn life. This time flies, then the grim reaper gone, arrive, you can't escape fate. So stare straight in the eyes, watch you been doing lately. What you gonna do today? I'm gonna get high, it's the USA. I'm gonna get back to West LA. I'm gonna slap my boss right across the face. I'm gonna be the cops in the high speed. In a constant state of disparity, my indifference was my trick for ignoring reality. Pharmaceutical remedies began to lose them intensity. The odds and the signal, we even blown a Hennessy. Cause like a kid, we couldn't feel my extremities. There wasn't a woman around who would consider having me. In state of physical and mental calamity, I'd given up hope until I finally found serenity. Watch a been So that's Pointless, everybody, by Orlando Napier. He's a Monarchy Records artist. He's awesome. I'm exhausted. And I have to tell you, I own it, and I played it home. 
All the time. Wait, and I've lost about five pounds. <laughs> Seriously, I use it as an exercise. Buy it. It just makes every go on uh, go on iTunes. It's Orlando Napier. The name of the How song much is, is it to pointless. Buy it? I think it's ninety nine cents. Friggin' ninety nine cents. Everybody go down and buy it. It's a fabulous song, and uh, it's a great exercise song. That's right. You, you really move all your butt. But I love him. What's his name? Orlando Napier. What is it? Orlando Napier. He's fabulous. He's and a you new can guy, also right? download him. Uh, uh, besides getting him on iTunes, you can follow him on Twitter. It's at. Oh, Napier Music. I love it's that It's really, really song. good. And uh, I want to give another shout-out, too, to uh, Ginger Irish because Ginger Irish has this, this really cool uh, promotional page on Facebook where she's promoting, like, all the independent artists. Many of the ones she's promoting she found out about from the Jimmy Star Show. It's a really, really great promotion for everybody. And uh, it's a lot of fun, and everybody sticks together, and it's Jimmy, all part of the league. How come that song's not in my car yet? Honey, didn't get it, like, put it in my car? I'm driving up to PA tomorrow. I cannot go. No, if that song is not in my car, I will fall asleep, God forbid, on the road. I'm driving straight through to to New Hope. Jimmy, put that song in my car. You'll make it. You'll put it on your phone. We can put it on your phone. I don't want it on my phone. Burn him a CD. I know. No, no, no. I want it in my car. Yeah, put your CD in your car. He wants his car because my car like has Bluetooth where it plays all every all the songs on my phone, and his car's older. I have an iPod. I want it to go in my thing. Does it have a CD player? My yeah, a he has a CD player. player there yes. you go. Simple enough. We'll burn you a CD. When I'm driving, I don't like to do that. So another thing we got to do, because we got to like take a little break here. Because I go like 90 but... miles an hour. I so, have a TT Roadster. I go. So I travel. Geez. Yeah, he travels. My car is a turbo. Um, he, he's going to rock and roll. Again, we want to thank everybody for voting for the Shorty Awards. No, and I don't want to thank them because we're not winning. <laughs> you got to vote more, God darn it. Come on, folks. What happened to the star team? I, wanna, I also want to thank like all the radio stations that have been helping us also. Um, and there are syndicates. And we've also, we all, obviously, we have W4CY Radio, which is our home. And uh, yes. we have and WROM Radio in Detroit. Yes. And Dumpstream Radio in the UK. And don't think you're losing us when we move to New Hope because you are not. We've spoken to the owner of this radio station. Dean. Everybody knows Dean. Dean. Well, okay. For those of you, I didn't want to just use his name without knowing who he is. <laughs> We're getting our own, very own W4CY banner. banner. We're going to be broadcasting live from a, a studio, studio that we're building in New Hope. A studio that's being built for us with three cameras and great lighting. Oh, thank and God. And you'll be able to see all of us. And when we have guests on, because we're only 60 miles from New York City, and I intend to have a lot of I'm going to ask Bernadette Peters there's a whole bunch of Broadway stars to come on this show there you go and uh, it's going to be exciting and it's going to be fun I don't know how we're getting here probably by Skype or something yeah we're working it all out We'll work it out. But technology, anyway. Ron. That's right. Well, technology. Chad, it's up to you because Dean said to talk to you about it. You're the genius. <laughs> Jesus, help me. No, wait a minute. What, look, he's eating pasta. I'm going to kill him. What a gorgeous spaghetti that is. We got olives in there? You betcha. <laughs> Give me that friggin' I, I, bowl. I'd have beef in there, but I gave up, uh, what do you call and it? And you didn't offer any of that, you son of a gun? You want some? No. Actually. over there eating I junk can't food. eat spaghetti on the air because they get all sloppy. That looks delicious. Who made that? My woman. Your woman cooks, too? Heather Paquette, one of the best cooks She's on awesome. earth. She's awesome. You're fabulous. kidding. I have to meet her. Why don't I have them met her? Why do you, like, you lock her up or something? You'll be gone too soon. We're going to no, have to come to Philly I'm, to I'm visit. Not, I'm going, there you go. Yeah, well, that's for certain. I'm going up now just for a week or two to get the house ready, and then I'm flying back to drive back up with Jimmy and our dog, Star. And then my daughters, Leslie and Deirdre, will drive up in their car with Scooby. And you guys are going to move to the same place that you visited earlier? Yes. 
Yes, oh, New cool. Hope. New Hope. I yeah. like that place. It looks cool. New Hope is fabulous. Right it's all theater. It's everybody is, is in the business. It it's looks like, fun. It's it looks like happening. Hollywood. Looks hip. So I'm going to go oh, back. It's very hip. I'm going to go back, you guys, just real quick and say uh, on Facebook, it's called LC Promotion. <laughs> and uh, um, you can also follow them on Twitter. It's LC Promotion. And then there's another one for, that Carla Floor has, but it passed me on the chat room and I can't see it. So it went by too fast, but... And again, we I want got, to thank everybody, though, for promoting all the artists that we bring on the radio show. And I have to plug again my sweetheart, my Lainey Kazan, my sweetest, the nicest, the sweetest, the most down-to-earth woman you will ever meet with a voice that doesn't quit and a comedic talent that goes beyond anybody. Uh, you know, she's a superstar, and she's just the nicest person. She's coming on next week, and you all have to listen in, and we're playing her the song I love, which is Body and Soul, that Lainey does like you cannot believe. I mean, <laughs> you, you want to cry as you're listening to it. And for all you, you people who might be a little bit younger, you know Lainey Kazan also from My Big Fat Greek Wedding and Don't Mess with the Zohan, the Adam Sandler movie where he was a hairdresser who was a super spy. Mm-hmm. She's been and in the so movie many that we saw last movies. Night. And we saw a movie last night called um, My Favorite Year. My favorite my favorite year, which Where won she, an Academy Award, I believe, in 1982. Right. She played a Jewish woman from Brooklyn who, who uh, the guy came to the house and she was fabulous. It was freaking funny. awesome. And don't forget, go on my Facebook page, by the way, Ron Russell's show, and look at the clip of Lainey doing South of My Border in a film with Tab Hunter. It's sort of a John Waters film. It's not, but Divine is in it, the drag queen. And Lainey does a number in there that I go hysterical from. Please go in and watch it. It is funny, funny, funny. Anyway, I'm excited. We're doing a commercial. Oh, we're doing Dynapep. I'm I excited about Lainey. Lainey uses Dynapep, I bet. Everybody, you do. That's the way you I, That's why I can Whoa, dance if it wasn't for Dynapep. Dance, dance for days, everybody. So Dynapep is a sponsor of the Jimmy Star Show, everybody. And Dynapep is the world's first energy micro shot. It's smaller than a lipstick vial. It fits in your pocket. It gives you 10 hours of energy. It's really, really good. To find out more information, you go to Dynapep.com. You can follow them on Twitter. It's at Dynapep Shots. You can dial one eight 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 do Dynapep, and uh, it's really, really good. And the best thing about Dynapep is that if you're a diabetic, it's sugar free. You gotta say no sugar because it's no sugar, no carbs, no crash. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> take, take, t- take, take two. two. Take Live two. radio. Right. Take two. Rolling. So Dynapep. What do I have to say? No sugar. Oh, no sugar if you're a diabetic. Don't say if you're a diabetic. Well, there are diabetics <laughs> out there that want energy too. What? They, I, you have, I know, but... You're going to leave them out? My, so cousin, so my cousin is a diabetic, Bertha. So she needs gonna energy. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about it ahead of time. So everybody, Dynapep doesn't have any sugar. It's great for diabetics if you want to have a bunch of energy and everything. But now we have to do their logo, their thing, like the actual way they do it in commercials All right, here we go. I All right, be... so everybody, check it out. Do some Dynapep because it's got... No sugar. No carbs. No crash. Dynapep. There, there it is. Go. And it's good for diabetics. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you like that part, Ron. Well, because, you know, I know so many diabetics, and they can't. They want energy, too. Why? Just just people that have insulin. You're looking out for their health. I like that. That's right. Yeah. We, also, we also want to thank uh, all our radio station syndicates, WROM Radio in Detroit, W, which is WROMRadio.net, Jackalope Radio in Kansas City, which is Jackaloperadio.com, Slipstream Radio uh, in the UK, and it's slip hyphen stream hyphen radio dot com, I believe. Hope I didn't mess that and one up. And Meg Rudnick, if you're listening in, call me after the show, honey. We need to talk. <laughs> Listen to you. He's now he's doing his personal messages like what over the, the air. What the Nothing hell? Nothing like everybody in the world hearing it. That's and, okay. Uh, Meg, Meg is Dr. Allen's wife, and he's a lung doctor out of Ohio. He's one of the best with the Ohio something hospital. He's great. So if your lungs fall out from when you used to smoke nasty cigarettes, do call Alan Rudnick. 
So now we're going to play a song for everybody, and this is a new Tony Terry song. We want to thank every all the radio stations that are playing it. Lots of people are starting to play it. It's called All I Need. It's available now on iTunes from Monarchy Records. Um, we're going to play it, and then when we get back, we're going to call our next guest. Uh, but this is All I Need. The name of the artist is Tony Terry. It's on Monarchy Records, mm-hmm. downloadable on iTunes. And this is it, everybody. Have fun. This is like a love-making song, And baby. I say yes to Woo! it. I like this There you go. Too. Here it is, All I Need by Tony Terry. I'll be honest, I can't lie, you're all I need in my life. My heart inside never felt so right. If this is wrong, I don't want to be right. I think of you all the time. Girl, you're always on my mind. Not a moment of the day goes by when I don't wish you were by my side. You came along and he's my pain. Yo! 
So that's all I need by Tony Terry. Again, everybody, that's downloadable and available on iTunes right now. Um, so it's really, really cool, and and uh, everybody should download it. It's a great song, especially if you want to like get nasty. And what's really nice about it is he can sing. Yes, not he like, can. Not like so many of them that we've heard, but he's good. And that is sexy music. Definitely, you know, put a candle on, have some wine, get your neighbor, and have sex in bed. Oh, there you especially go. when your wife's not around. There you go. So again, we want to give a shout out to everybody in the chat room. I also want to tell everybody listening, uh, another sponsor of the Jimmy so- Star Show is Connect Shot. Mm. Connect Shot is a uh, really, really cool site. It's kind of like Facebook, but it's only for people in the entertainment industry. It's free. You can go to connectshot.com and join it. Lots of people that are in the chat room are in it. Um, it's a really fun, fun social network, and it's building up bigger and bigger every day. So check it out at connectshot.com. I'm in and it. And next week also, too, besides Lanny Kazan, we're going to have the cast of Bad Seeds movie coming into the studio. It's going to be a lot of fun. Ron's going to be in Pennsylvania calling in, and uh, and everybody should check out badseedsmovie.com. It's a new film that Ron and I both have roles in. Um, Ron's going to get killed in it. It's going to be a lot of fun, and it's a really cool movie. Go to badseedsmovie.com, and you can uh, – it's an interactive website where you can join it and actually interact with the cast and everybody in the film and uh, see all the videos that they put up every week of the progress of the film. It's a lot of fun, so everybody check out badseedsmovie.com. I've made a lot of movies. My kids have seen them, but never have they ever seen me killed in a film, and I really wonder what Deirdre and Leslie are going to do when they see their father being shot to death, blown to pieces. It's going to be cool. And then you got another cool. film, which, by the way, which I guess it's not announced yet, but we have another film that we're going to be shooting in Pittsburgh in a couple yep. of weeks. And it's going to be a lot of fun. I've got a guest appearance. Ron's got a starring role. And uh, I'm producing it. And it's going to be really cool. And we'll be talking about that one very, very soon. Yes, that's a fun film. Scary, fun film. Very scary film. In the meantime. I get killed in that too, I think. In the meantime, what we're going to do now is go- call our next guest. Yay. Oh, look, there's a Bad Seeds movie thing. Mm-hmm. There's us. That's a great shot. Oh, I love that. That's a beautiful That's shot. That's cool. Wow. That's the cast of Bad Seeds. Jimmy Lee. Oh. Hello. Yeah. Is this John? How do you pronounce your last name? I hope this is you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's absolutely me, man. It's uh, instead of an eye. Don't shout into the phone. Pull away a little bit because you're coming in blurry. Okay. There you go. So, much better. Much better. So, is that better? Yeah, much better. Much better. So much how does better. it ask? So actually, how do it? So it's Michael? John Michael, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So no, I been, I, no I, no E. It's, so it's just as simple as that. I have been pronouncing it wrong all day. And welcome to the Jimmy <laughs> Star Show, John Michael. Hey, guys. It's awesome to finally be here. It's great. I've been checking you guys out in the last couple of weeks. And uh, first off, congratulations to you two on and, uh June. That's going to be fantastic. Thank you. Well, we hope if, if all goes as oh, planned. Oh, it will be. You know what I can get? If you bring your, yourselves up here for Pride in at the end of June for your, let's call it an extended honeymoon, it will be absolutely dynamite. There you go. Pride, pride where? In Canada. He's calling from Canada. Oh, sure. Well, well, we'll, we'll, we'll be in New York area, so we can go up to Canada. Yeah. Well, you know what they say about Toronto's Pride. I think it, it actually uh, exceeds... Uh, it exceeds uh, San Fran and all those other places. It's a huge, yeah. huge affair. And cool. we, could, we could stay with Morley because he's invited us. Yes, we can stay with Morley. And, and drive we, Morley and crazy. Can, Yay! And maybe, maybe we can get on a float. <laughs> yes, we can get on a float. <laughs> well, listen, I was almost on one last year. I was supposed to, uh, to to support one of the artists I produced, Tristan Lettingham. 
and things just went a bit south, unfortunately. But I was actually, uh, I was looking forward to that. I can actually hear your Canadian accent Yeah, I love it. You have to say, what's the word they always say? I don't know. If there's a word that can, you know a Canadian when they say it, I forgot the word. We'll, we'll think of it as we go. So before we get started, actually, I should introduce you to everybody. So we'll start off with our yeah, cool yeah. man about town, he Ron knows, Russell. You know who I am. I know, but maybe there's somebody new tuning uh, in. Oh, I know. I, I think I know Ron, Ron the best by now. He's my favorite colorful character. And, uh, <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. There you go. Uh, anyway, for those of you who are joining in right now who don't know who I am, drop dead. But no, besides, <laughs> no, besides it's, that. It's, it's the guy. He's, he's in his late 20s like me, everyone. So. <laughs> right. That's right. Right, and, and I have black hair and blue eyes. There you go. Um, and now, and he's got fabulous teeth like me. That's yes. right. Then we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. What's up? Scott, how's it going, brother? It's good. good Welcome to, to the show. Good to the show. Now tell me, Mike. Wait, wait, wait. Take off, finished, eh? Oh, well, I got to do the chat room. All this bullshit we got to go through. You have to do all this bullshit. I hate it. Can't we just do the show without this crap? No, we cannot. Uh, so I'm Jimmy Starr. We want to welcome you to the Jimmy Starr Show. And before we get started, we need you to say hey to everybody in the chat room. Hey to everybody in the chat room. There you go. Now you. I can... hope that was enthusiastic enough. That was that. Wow. Was... I'm, I'm, I'm delighted. Yeah, and, I, I hear say that. Hi to, say hey to DJ Rich too, because he's in the chat room. Oh, I was going to give him a special shout out, DJ Rich. He's, <laughs> he's a sweetheart, and also Trip. Trip's supposed to be buzzing around. Hey, listen, Michael. Oh yeah, I think Trip's in there too. Okay. I didn't research. How's it going, my brother? Listen, John Michael, yeah. I didn't re- John, I didn't research you because I'm a bad boy. But I'm going to a- I'm going to ask you a question we all love to ha- be asked. Tell me uh, all about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about you now. Let's hear all I want to know everything about you. When you were born, how old you are, what shoe size well, you are. Well, I'll do some, uh, some backwards investigation. We're, we're both, what, 26? So I guess, what is that? So I was born in the uh, what, late 80s, like, along with you. Oh, good. So, I love you. See, you knew when I was born. You knew. I'll That's give good. you a heads up, uh, Ron, and everybody else listening. I'm listening to Tom Petty's uh, Damn the Torpedoes now. It was a pivotal record for me when I was in junior high school, so I'll leave it at that. <laughs> okay. Now, let me let me ask you a question. How'd you get going? What do you do? I mean, are you an actor, singer, dancer, writer? What do you do? He's oh, just... I think I've done all of that at some point. But what are you um, doing now? Officially, my card my card calls me a sonic architect uh, these days. I own a recording studio here in Toronto called the Sonic Spa, and I've been doing that since the late 90s. I, I sort of specialize on, on uh, <clears throat> producing, developing indie artists in various genres. But long before that, I was on the other side of the glass, I like to say. I was the recording artist, and I'm back to that now. That's after, okay, uh, that's, that's what I want to hear. Now tell me, are you a, are you a rapper? God forbid, no, please. I like you. <laughs> don't be a rapper. Please don't be a rapper. I'm sorry. What were you saying? I said Something don't. just popped up on me. I, well, that's good. Uh, <laughs> this was the one time it wasn't good, actually. Do you have a beautiful yeah, one? I laptop decided to come out of hibernation and start playing the show. All right, listen, John, effect. John, I forgot what I was going to say. Whoops. You asked him if he was a rapper. He's not oh, a yeah. rapper. Oh, yeah, God forbid you're a rapper because I won't like you. Are you a rapper? Uh, actually, it's it's amazing you'd ask that question because I, I could be no further from a rapper. Oh, thank God. Yeah, I'm going to love you. When plays music. you a song... I'm going to be very interested to hear your feedback. It, it won't be based on my rapping skills. Good. Actually, what we need you to do, too, like, uh, so Slipstream Radio is, is waving to you from the chat room, and DJ Rich told me to actually say hello from him to you, so I'm going to do that real quick, so that way they've got it for when we re-air the show Saturday. So, uh, right so happy to everybody. How's it going, fellas? 
There wait, you go. It's I think Chad. right back to them and everybody else. Wait, and Chad. even you guys. You, Hang it's, on. It's, why not? Wait, I'm, I'm mesmerized. Chad is going to eat that bowl of spaghetti. Yeah. It, it could feed five. Give me that bowl. I have to show everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so this is Chad, the engineer's lunch. And he's eating what lunch. He's eating? It's like enough for like about eight people. But Chad is a beefy, burly guy. <laughs> is, is, is Chad also Italian or just or does he no, aspire towards Chad Italian? Chad Murphy, Italy? that's not Italian, is it? Um, Dad was adopted. I think I'm Scandinavian or something. Yeah, he thinks he's Scandinavian. Some, either way, it's like a big old bowl of food. And, uh, <laughs> it's freaking huge. So. He, he, he could feed all, all the homeless. Okay, so we're going to talk a little bit, since you've done a little bit of everything. First Thank of all, you, I want to say that I really, really, really liked your website. I did do research, because I'm the research kind of guy for the Jimmy Star Show. Um, yeah, I should, noticed that. You're the guy that really digs in. I think that's great. Everybody, everybody's, that. got a different, uh, everybody's got a different job, so Ron gets the laughs, and I like talk about the serious stuff, and then, and then <laughs> together oh, we oh, are the jealousies. I get, I get a beating on the way home. No, 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 no. I think it's oh, terrific. Oh, God. <laughs> John, so here, Ron, Ron gets to be fabulous. Why right. you start? He is fabulous. He is fabulous. Oh, he'll, he's going to crucify me all the way home. No, I'm oh, not. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so if everybody Jimmy, wants to time, check out. Listen, this time, make sure you go to Starbucks for the man. I went to Starbucks on the way over here, so we're good. So everybody should find out more about John Michael by going to johnmichael.com, but it's J-O-N instead of J-O-H-N, so it's J-O-N-M-Y-C-H-A-L.com. And I want to tell you yeah. like one thing, because I go to a lot of websites – like a lot, maybe several hundred a week, and uh, Jesus, and I want to tell you that crazy. that Where one thing time, uh, one thing I really liked about your site though is like I like this line that you have. As soon as you go to the homepage, it says, "However you found yourself here, I'm glad you could make it." And I was like, "What an inviting like way to have because nobody ever has an inviting way when you go to their website. Their website's not inviting, you know." And so like I want to commend you on that, and everybody should definitely check out JohnMichael.com. Well, thank you. That's great. I appreciate that. And uh, and so I also wrote, saw in the bio that we put out and uh, the press release that we put out for you, it says, says that you're the love child of space rock, alt rock, classic rock, power pop, and early new wave. <laughs> yeah, no rap in there. I, I, See, I was no just really I'm, I'm so happy because track. you know why? I like you. I like your personality a lot. You're a very <laughs> nice guy. And if you rapped, I would have to say yeah. bad things about your music, and I don't like to do that. <laughs> Well, you know what? I'll have you guys gladly if you do find your way north of the border. And I used to go to New York all the time. In fact, I lived there for a year and a half. And well, when you come to, when after all that shit went down, I'd, I'd love to have you come up here and just hang out. Because I've got a beautiful studio, and we'd have a great time. Good, you can hang out with us in our studio in New Hope. New Hope's a great town. Oh. Have you ever been to New Hope? I haven't been down there, oh, but I, I, uh, I used to see somebody in. Um, uh, she, it was McLean, Falls Church, McLean area, Virginia. So I got to drive through a great section of that country, and I've always really enjoyed, I guess, uh, the the, uh, the eastern seaboard. Well, everybody in New Hope is insane. You have to get there. Everybody is way out and groovy and fabulous. It's like oh, good. It's like Woodstock years ago. It's just a groovy place. Do you use groovy? Well, I, I have Do an they issue just... with Pennsylvania. I got to say, like I guess maybe the central part of it, or the uh, as I drove through there. I, this is back in the nineties now, but it, it felt to me. As though the whole place kind of shut at 9 p.m. I was looking for the <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Pennsylvania but, is now closed, so you've given me some hope. No, it's, it's, it's in Pennsylvania, New Hope is, right? It's, yeah, it still closes at 8 o'clock, but what goes on <laughs> privately is fabulous. Dinner parties, all kinds of parties, <laughs> big social okay. world. Everybody gets loaded and has a good time. 
So uh, it sounds like yeah, that sounds like my kind of place. Let's yeah. go. Let's go to your music a little bit. So you you recorded, then uh, you did we record. Have to go there. This was so fun. Yeah, no, we're gonna I go there. Hear, I want to hear your music. Now you're ashamed. You're worried. No, huh? no, we're gonna play it because like <laughs> he's worried. He's very worried. I'm gonna say something bad. You have I'm your... curious to see what Jimmy's got uh, got lined up though, because I I think Jimmy you have four songs, right? I have four songs, and I picked out my favorite two. And, uh, I can't and wait then, to hear them. And That's then I, be fantastic. Uh, so my favorite two songs actually were "Stars and Strong," of the four you wow. sent. And I, I picked to play "Stars" first, just because I see a lot of radio stations playing it now on the on Twitter. A lot of people are tweeting that they're playing it, and I just thought that would help promote it more. Um, that's awesome, Jimmy, and thank you. It is getting out there. I'm, I'm thrilled about that. And for everyone that's listening, it's actually a free download on my site. You're kidding? Uh, Why are you giving it away? To the blog, you can get that song free. Well, Absolutely. So what we're going to do is we're going to play it, and okay. then we're going to come back and talk about it a little bit. Um, but one thing, uh, let's just talk a little bit about your like style of music and your influences for the style of music real quick, like in, in five well, sentences or less. I want to find out why it's free. Uh, oh, it's free? If it's a great uh, song, why is it free? I think, I think the greatest pushers in, in history have always given a little something from prostitutes to drug dealers. Well, send them an old shirt or an old people. sock or something, but don't give them your music for free. Well, first of all, tell everybody. So this is this is this is one this is one song that's going to be on an album called Analog Versus Book One, and I think you're going to have several books coming out this year, which that's it's right. just called yeah, books, a, but it doesn't really be four mean books. books. It's uh, it's it's basically a culmination of. Uh, at least a decade's worth of, of thoughts and ideas. As I've been producing other people, I always, I, the analogy I, I go by is, you know, the mechanic who drives the shitbox? Yes. Because he's building all, everyone else's car all day, and he gets home, he just wants to open a beer, throw a TV dinner in the microwave, and just, like, you know, sit back. Who wants to, to work on their car when they've been doing it for 12 hours? I, I sort of get that with music. I get burnt out. It, right. You really have to throw a lot of yourself into it. Okay. And as That's a producer, I, I co-write. I, I I do the engineering mixing, uh, a lot of the performances, guitar, uh, you know, keyboards, bass, and yeah, it's really hard. You know, there's just there's just only so many hours and so much uh, you know inspiration. It's funny because DJ Rich says DJ Rich says he likes Stars and Strong also. So I guess I picked yeah. out good ones. And uh, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna play one. What I want you to do, actually, I'm gonna get it all ready. I just want to say one okay, thing. Okay, go ahead. <clears throat> Can I give you a tip on singing? Ha ha ha! Because I sing in my cabaret show, and I've been singing Body and Soul forever and ever and ever. And you know how boring a song gets after you've sung it a million times. You don't even hear it anymore. And the lyric goes, "My heart is sad and lonely." Well, I didn't want that lyric, so I changed it, and I'll bleep out what I sang, because now I'm in drag as, as a woman. My da is sad and horny. I'm looking for a great big baloney. And I go, and well, anyway, they wanted to commit me. You know what? i got to tell you something, Ron. I, I, I was wishing it was my birthday when I heard you do that, Marilyn. Oh, I'll do it for uh, you now. I'll do, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy. Oh, birth, birth, uh, 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 oh, birthday, John. Thank you. <laughs> now, have you heard that? I think I, got a, I think I got a few more oohs and ahs than even Amanda Ply did. That's, I'm, well, I'm a happy guy over here. That's more, because, more things are popping up, huh? Well, because that's because you're, you're cuter than she is. She's beautiful, but you're cute. Listen, are you married? 
I'm not married. I've dodged that bullet. But like I said, I'm, I'm happy for you two. Well, do you like women or men? What's your deal, babe? He's not going to answer that one. <laughs> I, I love I love beautiful people. As far as okay, 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 okay. I love they, when, they come in all shapes and sizes, don't they, Ron? I, mean, I love that too. I was married to a woman. I'm married to a man now. I say get the best of all of it. Why screw yourself out of any of it? <laughs> but George Clooney, when it, they it, asked, when it's they not ask, a bad philosophy. I have to no, say, you got to I live in. We just. Uh, we just uh, brought in uh, a lesbian premier yesterday. A lesbian premier speech here, and, and for you guys, what premiers in they Canada are basically provincial. They are uh, to our country what governors are to you guys. Right. So we have now six out of ten of our of our uh, premiers are women. First of all, which is fucking cool. You gay women or straight women? Not having issues, and now we've got. One openly gay one, and and who knows what's going on with other people? Perhaps they'll come forward as well. That's as awesome. Rumors and speculations, but the carpet munching it, premiere. That's awesome. Stop that, Jimmy. That's <laughs> not nice. That's not yeah, that's nice. Just, you know, so when I hear that I, that whole gay marriage thing down there, I just I, my eyes roll back. I just I can't get over it. I I know it's a big deal for you guys, and it just it pisses me off, and, and it would even have to be discussed. You're right. Well, yeah, you know, put it perfectly. So, is it legal in Canada? Is it legal in Canada? Of course. Oh, good. See, Canadians are smart. They give you free teeth, free asses, everything they give you. That's right. If, if and we don't have a lot of guns, and we don't, we tend not to kill each other a whole right. lot. And uh, you know, you have to do another happy do their own birthday. Thing. You're gonna have to do one more happy birthday because Audrey's birthday Saturday, and she's like a, the biggest Jimmy Star so supporter in oh, the world. I'll, I'll give Audrey a sexy guy happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday to you, baby. Happy birthday to you, baby. Come on over here, baby. I got a candle you could blow tonight. <laughs> Say happy birthday, Audrey. I happy, love that. He's just he's happy, such a, he's so poetic. We, like, like what a great metaphor. Happy birthday, Audrey, my sweetie pie, who's always on my Facebook. There you go. That was good. She's my little cookie. There you go. So now we're going to go back to John Michael. And, John, we're going to play Stars. Why don't you tell tell uh, tell the world who you are and give it like an intro for us, and then we're going to play it. What? What's, I know you do this. Is there a station in, with some call letters in mind? or just, or just um, Actually, Star? you're going to say uh, you're listening to John Michael on the Jimmy Star Show, and this is my new single, Stars, or something like that, and that way every <sighs> radio station can play it. He puts everybody through awesome. this shit. I mean, you know, really. Everybody, they all probably hate it, but they got to do it. Do it for him. Make him happy. Okay, let's do it. Hey, this you is know, John Michael. He's a man. You are listening to the Jimmy Star Show, and this is my new single, Stars. Jimmy is a man boy. You have to remember that. I've often written that, that we're all stardust, that, that every atom in our body came from an exploding star, and the atoms in your left hand may have come from a different star than the atoms in your right hand. The only elements that were made during the first moments of the Big Bang were uh, hydrogen, helium, and a little bit of lithium.
So, everybody, that's Stars by John Michael. It's an awesome, awesome song. Duke, I really, really dig it a lot. I love the, I, I love the like, 80s, 80s feel to totally. it. It's kind of like a modern 80s song. Now, Absolutely. Now, Thanks. here we go. I appreciate it. I, I know you're on pins and needles. Here you go. <laughs> back, back in the 80s on Topanga Canyon Boulevard, all the way up in Topanga was a club called Corral. And everybody that was hot and groovy and wild hippies hung out there. There was a group there called Bones that I used to go every Saturday night to listen to and dance and have a ball. Bones. You remind me of the Bones group or you remind me of – what's his name? I had it and I forgot. Talking Heads. The Talking Heads. There's a shadow – a little shade of Talking Heads there. Yes. Oh, absolutely love them. Yes. I love your music. Yes, I would buy your album. Yes, you're good. You get an A110 plus because I – when I was a young man, I used to dance to – your music, um, it's yeah, revi- it's revival. Great. It's very uh, seventy nine eighty four in sound, and yes, it is groovy. I mean, I have a, a you know a little bit of you know, Alice P. Toklas cookies and that music. You really have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's great, Ron. Did, were you privy to uh, to us chatting a little bit there while the song was playing? No, he was listening to the song because he had never heard it. Oh. So we were chatting. And he no, I hear. loved it. I, I listened to it deliberately to see if I liked it or not. He has uh, to listen to the song. Well, to what I was telling Jimmy was that uh, it, it really does harken back to that era. Anywhere totally, from totally. to 84, 85, totally. that kind of classic you know, power pop, anthemic kind of rock stuff mm-hmm. that... I just don't think there's enough of these days. It's, everything seems to be so well, it, it, contrived. It, so. it was great music, and it sort of went to the wayside when this rap crap yeah. came in. And all this, they don't sing, they speak. I'm going to get you. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to say. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to shoot you. Beat your ass. I mean, what kind of crap is okay, that? Okay, let's be nice to the rappers considering no, I, don't I care. own a rap label. And I don't that's care. how I support myself. I don't <laughs> care. You know, I'm, I'm free spirited. I tell the truth. Listen, yeah. it's my opinion. It doesn't mean what I say yeah. is written in stone or the world should follow. Sure people like rap people like green people like blue you know we're all different people there but you go I, i'm on this show you snot and uh, don't get nasty because i'll break your fingers <laughs> or, listen to that accent he's not fucking around that's, no, i'm, yeah, a, yeah, I'm gonna call my cousin bertha and i'm gonna have her call those guys in brooklyn <laughs> and this son of a bitch is gonna be like toulouse latrec for a couple of years <laughs> I love how it's, I love how it's Bertha though, not Jenny. That's great. No, it's my cousin Bertha. She's I love a mobster. rap, so I just she's want a, everybody she's to a know. Hitman a matter of fact, um, uh, Lara Spencer is a good friend of, of Ron and his yes. family, and she had on Vanilla Ice the other morning. Yes. So coming up here, driving up to the radio station, we were playing Ice Ice Baby for Vanilla Ice. Which yeah, but Ron, I like John. Ron hated it. I like John better. I yeah. didn't care for Vanilla Ice. I know I like Vanilla he's Ice. He's good though. looking. He's hot looking, but he stinks. I mean, he doesn't stink. His music is not for me. I like you, John. <laughs> there I like you go. the fact. I like the fact. I'm getting a, a glowing uh, review from Ron because well, I know he marks good. like a Russian judge. No, it's right. good. listen. It's good music. Why color? Like, you know, I don't blow smoke up anybody's ass. I'm too old for that shit. He just doesn't say anything. If the musical exactly. guest sucks, he doesn't say a word. <laughs> if, you, if you've really listened to the show and some of these people that came on, they had as, as much talent as my right foot. I never said a word. I go, oh, it's nice. Oh, yeah, come back again, like in a hundred years. <laughs> But um, you, I would have back any time. You're a great So what we're going to do, what I want to do this one is, what we're going to do is we're I'll not going to... I'll get gonna... the songs to you, Ron. I'll, I'll, I'll get them to you, and you can, uh, you the... can expand, uh, expand on that. That'd well, be great. you know, if I were driving, I'd be all over the road, because I would be in rhythm with your music. It's that kind of music. Actually, uh... But it does, it is written with soundtrack in mind. I, I, I often, I'm, I'm very visual when I write, so I, I find... Uh, I find it lends well to that. Yeah, but why are you giving this away for free? This is worth money, this song. It's a good song. Oh, you know what? 
it's just, it, I guess it's a good segue. So this song is going to be bundled on the first uh, EP, which was supposed to be out at the end of December, and then due to this, that, and the other, it got bumped, and it got bumped again. But it's not going to be free for much longer. Did, did I mention good. that? There you go. That's good. I want to know what, what other songs you have out there that people can buy so you could make a few bucks. All of them are available right now a la carte on Amazon, iTunes, and uh Probably for me, monetarily, the best thing is my site because, pow, no aggregate right into my pocket. So if you guys really want to support an indie artist, we, fuck we iTunes would. and those people who want to take 30 or 40%, which I think is criminal, uh, and buy it off right off of my site. You can download them, and I would be thrilled. And they're 99 cents each? They're actually they're actually eighty nine cents. Hey, Ooh, a, a bargain, everybody! Bargain. It's a bargain. You can't even say they're a buck. I am dying a bargain. I'm loving it. <laughs> a bargain, you know, from Brooklyn, we love. And bargains. I will be packaging the set and having them available as a digital download initially, and then when the second book comes out, it'll be a fourteen song record. Wow! And that'll be available as an e- as a CD. But for now, you're going to be able to get a seven song EP. For five bucks. There you if go. You it's can't worth afford it. that. Well, you don't love music. I, I really don't want the whole album because at my age, I'd be dancing and probably drop dead by the fourth song. So, because you just can't help but not want to dance. There you go. We're going to actually play. Like, but, first, but we're gonna, thing, did you if find you a chance? Seven songs as an album for five bucks. You're essentially getting two free tracks, which you could give to Jimmy or to your friends. Okay, okay so hang on, everybody. Listen, listen. We're going to do a little comparison because. All right, so this is we're only going to be we're only going to do this for like a minute or two. Oh, I hate this song. Let's I'll kick it. Off, wait, wait, no. Horrible. I'm going to rap. I'm going to rap. Everybody wants me to rap. Yeah, who wants you to rap? Everybody, everybody. In, everybody in the chat. Yeah, room. right. I want to read room, that. Man. Well, I stopped. I wish I could collaborate. Missing. Lice is back with a brand new invention. Something grabs a hold of me tightly. <laughs> Ron's looking at me terrible. No, I don't know. Turn off the lights and I'll blow. To the extreme, I rock a mic like a vandal. Light up a stage and watch a chump like a candle. Dance. Tell me that wasn't awesome. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. For a rapper, not for you. You're like an old man that's having a stroke. Yeah, everybody loves it in the chat. Okay, so now that was me doing Vanilla Ice. No, doing you sounded ice, like ice. an Jimmy, old man. Jimmy, Jimmy, yes. congratulations. You sounded about as white as, as the Van Winkle guy. There you go. Oh, that, fantastic. Doesn't exactly. that work? So now what we're going to do now is play a little clip from John Michael. I, heard, I could hear no difference. That was No, it's, uh, it's, 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 like, it's like a wasp. A wasp in Harlem. That was like a, that was better than a Pepsi Coke challenge, man. Like Absolutely. that was I couldn't even have picked the Coke. That was just You, <laughs> you know. gotta do it like this. I'ma get you. I'ma beat your white ass. I'ma slit you, man. I'ma cut you bad. I'ma get you. I'ma get you. No, now here we're gonna See, Ron, have... Ron's got the breathing in there. He's yeah, he's that's got... because I'm from New York. And in New York I have tons of black friends. Before it was cool to have black friends. I went to yeah. elementary school and high school with black friends. They all told me in the chat room I sounds great, I'm amazing. All I never had a there. black issue in my life like these jerks <laughs> wait, wait, wait. today. So now here here now we're gonna play John John Michael. Hold on. And this is strong. We'll just listen to it. We're not gonna take it. Thank off the you mic. so much for playing vanilla ice first though, because people <laughs> just have to like this now. So everybody kind of like listen up. This is John, right? This is John now. We're only going to play about a minute of it so people can get an idea of it. Am I going to dance? Now this one's a little bit more mellow. I like like it. I like like his introductions. He does good introductions. The intros are interesting. This got nice sound, Jimmy. I like it. I like it already. Chad likes it too. Hey, this is a good song. 
This one you gotta charge. Sexy. That's a John Michael sexy voice, baby. Sexy, honey. <laughs> Maybe I will come to Canada without Jimmy. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, honey bun. Sexy. Woo! This is like one of those signs where everybody in the thing would have a lighter, though, like yeah. listening to you sing, and they'd all be swaying now, back and forth. Now they do it with cell phones, you archaic I know, person. I know, I'm archaic. He's from the year three. Cigarette lighters, nobody smokes. Cell phones, you gotta get groovy. Are we on camera, Jack? Yeah. Hey, see? <laughs> Cell phone. I love this song. It's a great song. So this this guy is good. This guy is, is So, everybody, good. that's John Michael, and that's another song that will be on his forthcoming album, Analog Verses, mm-hmm. and the name of that song is Strong. And, uh, and again, yeah, uh, the best place for the artist for you to ever get any of their music is to go directly to the website. So go to johnmichael.com, which is J-O-N-M-Y-C-H-A-L.com. And live a little spring. It's 89 cents a song. You're That's going to cost you 89 cents. I know. I mean, give me That's a even break. cheaper than Dunkin' Donuts. Never mind. Not Starbucks. even a candy bar is a buck fifty. And you it's get really, a song really for like good music, you guys. This is like, you know, this is really, really good music. It's different. It's not the stuff you're hearing on the radio every no, day, which not. is the stuff that we don't like. So we Ugh. want you. To, and, and we think everybody needs to. We're an independent radio show. We need all, everybody who's an independent needs to be supported, mm-hmm. especially the really good ones mm-hmm. on, like John. And John doesn't yodel, thank you. Like all these singers today, oh, 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 they hold in, they don't know how to hold a note. Thank you, Chad. That's what they sound like. <laughs> so, you know what it is with me, guys? I never took myself. I was told not to sing. I was almost a sort of guitarist and uh, band leader. And so I, I've never, I, I just kind of hit the mic. I do one or two takes, and that's bad. And if it works, it works. I do a lot of uh, vocal acrobatics we'll say i love the the sort of the british you know i come from a, a very informed british background british music and uh, uh as you were saying jimmy classic rock and you know stuff that's that's you know the alternative stuff of the 90s but mostly 70s and 80s british uh, and, and u.s uh rock where it was it was really kind of stunty you know and the, the vocals were like david bowie you know uh mark bowles t-rex that kind of stuff Bowen uh, from t-rex uh, the guy in Sweet, the cars, all of that stuff. I, I just I actually, I think and the knack. I love the knack too, man. Like I, that, think that on, I think T Rex is on. I think T Rex is on Specter Records, actually. And you've got talent. Well, they'll be on Specter without Mark Bowman. He's been dead a long time, right? But, uh, maybe they re-released it or something. I don't know. Maybe there's some reissues. I believe. I think cool. I saw that on there. Yeah. And John, you've got talent. You know, Barbara Streisand. She just woke up one morning and sang without vocals or anything I mean, the woman had a voice and you oh were, she's amazing I love well, that it's, it's I, just, I guess I'll just I have to say this because we're trying to plug me a bit here um, everything you guys are listening to it's all me except for the live drums which I write and then I have a drummer perform but everything else is me all, every vocal every guitar every synthesizer every bass uh, everything the production the recording the mixing and even the mastering process is all done under one roof by one guy you're That's a genius. Really cool. You're totally a genius to do all of that and produce this fabulous. If I had a hat, I'd tip it. Thank you, sir. Years ago, I just wanted to put hats. that out there because you will be able to see me live later this year, and I do have some very talented guys that 
will be uh, you know standing up with me. Well, why don't, now, why don't it's you, just coming out of the sonic spa. Oh, we have two minutes. Why do, John, why don't you join Jimmy's whatever it he does and he books people? Let Jimmy book you wherever he books people. Oh, I, I want to get that. A lot of people are, are messaging me on Twitter and uh, you know, Facebook, and even I'm getting a lot of uh, personal mail on the site asking me, when are you coming? Okay. Which I think is fantastic. Well, this, this is a very interesting era where things go viral and they go sideways, guys, right? Not, not straight up the ladder. They kind of yeah. go... Well, talk to, talk to Jimmy off the air and let him book you, and then we could all see you. So Absolutely. Also, also then, too, because uh, we, we need to get some plugs in, we want everybody to go to johnmichael.com. It's J-O-N-M-Y-C-H-A-L.com. What's your Twitter to follow you on Twitter? It's at johnmichaelmusic, all one word, of course. And uh, the website, the Facebook site would be facebook.com, johnmichaelmusic. In fact, that's sort of all across the social channels. Okay. Then My also, space, whatever, Reverb Nation, all of them are like that. We also want everybody to follow Slipstream Radio UK. It's Slipstream R-A-D UK on Twitter. They're a syndicate of the Jimmy Star Show, also big fans of John Michael's music. Follow WROM Radio on Twitter. It's at WROM Radio. Follow W4CY Radio. It's at W4CY Radio. And uh, we want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. We appreciate it. And as you're progressing and going along, we'll have you back. We love your music. We think you're super talented. And we want to thank you for coming on the show today. And now you're my thank new you friend. Thank so much, Jimmy. Great talking to you all. Thanks, Ron. Thanks, okay. Jack. Have a great weekend. Have a great time. You Bye too, now. guys. Take care. Thank you. Take Ciao. care. Uh-huh. Bye. Bye-bye. And we Bye. want to let everybody in the chat room know we had a blast today. Thanks so much for coming in. Uh, Sherry, Emily, everybody, we love all you guys. Uh, happy, happy birthday to Audrey on Saturday. Happy Ken birthday, Audrey. Everybody Yay. turn in to Ken Pettigrew's show tonight at 8 p.m. Pacific time, KenPettigrew.com, and everybody have a have a great, great, great week. We'll see you next week with Lainey Kazan and the cast of Bad Seeds movie. Bye, everybody. Peace out. Happy Later. times, everybody. Bye. Happy times. Bye, Bye now. What about your party? you are.